hey, hey. Welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I am Alexandra. I'm Diana. And yeah, how's everyone doing this week? I'm good. I can't believe this is episode 20. <laughs> I know, we made it. <laughs> guys, thank you guys for sticking with us this long. We've got it. We've, we've got there. 20 weeks, guys, consecutive. 20 consecutive weeks. Can you believe it's that? It's a lot. Wow. Wow. It's it is. good though. Look at us providing topics every week as well. Endless topics. We always... Literally, and like, how are most of our episodes two hours long? I know. This thing, we we just chat, chat, chat. Like, we're just providing you guys with all the content. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so welcome, guys, to episode 20. <laughs> and we yeah. hope that you are all well. How has your week been, Diana? Um, it's been good. I've just been so busy, like busy doing not much to be honest (laughs) or just doing the same kind of stuff like I haven't really felt the pressure to be out out doing all the bits just because everything's open because the rain is just not my friend I I refuse to leave my house (laughs) unless I have to while it's raining Uh, I've been trying my best to Mm -hmm. I've been trying my best to be out and about I haven't really done much this week it was more last week yeah um and I've had plans for this week, but they're getting cancelled. Oh. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm working and I kind of need the days to be doing like doing bits with my portfolio and stuff anyway. So mm-hmm. it's okay. It's not too bad. But um, yeah, yeah, like, and just my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say. But it's okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This life is for me to enjoy. It is. <laughs> and that's all I've got to say. I know. It's for me to enjoy. Um, uh, yeah, so... No, actually, uh, I've got an update for you. Go so, on. guys, because I'm trying to... You, you guys know that I'm trying to be travelling, yeah. So I thought, like, I'll inquire about seeing if I could get this COVID vaccine. So first I so first I went on the website tried to see if I could sneakily book Mm. um and then it just keeps saying that I'm not eligible um okay so then I go and then it says that you can call a number so I called the number and just asked the question I was just like oh I've got an underlying health condition which is not a lie I do I do have asthma Mm. but like clearly but they don't care about these (laughs) they don't care about these asthma dons out here they don't care about us we're suffering literally so I was just like no let me just it's still an underlying health condition and even when you look at the underlying health conditions asthma is there so mm-hmm. you know I can use my asthma as an excuse to not even an excuse as a reason for me to yeah. get this COVID vaccine so I did that call the number anyway they just said oh um call your GP they should be able to like trigger it on the system so you'll be able to book online mm. so I was like okay then so I did that called my GP blah 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 they wrote it down went to ask the question okay the next day I get a phone call in the morning like 9am in the morning from my GP and they are saying oh um this is the receptionist guys mm. Uh, so she says um, so first they're like oh yeah we've got an, we can have give you an appointment tomorrow for the vaccine tomorrow um, back here um, like here um, so my GP is still is still located in Wolverhampton because that is my permanent address mm-hmm. the end that is my permanent address so um, and I haven't registered for a GP in London 
okay so they say that oh we can give you we can get you the vaccine um you know tomorrow and I was just like oh well that's doesn't work for me one Mm. I'm at work (laughs) two (laughs) two I'm in London anyway so um so I was just like, oh, I, I won't be able to make that. Um, and I was like, oh, I was wondering if I'd be able to book in London. And she was like, oh, how long are you in London for? I was just like, look, I'm just in London. So I, I wasn't answering her questions. I was yeah. like, I'm in London. And she, so she's just like, yeah. And she's just like, oh, well, now that you've said you're in London. Uh, yeah. So you should just register for a GP in London and then talk to them. And it's like, hold on, no, no, no. Mm. But I was just like, okay. And then she just goes on to say, yeah, so you'll get a letter in the post saying um, with your 30 day notice on the surgery. I was like, hold on, hold on. I was like, no, actually, I haven't asked you to do that. Thank you. And, and then she's there saying, yeah, well, now you've told me that you're in London. I'm like, so? Like my mm-hmm. permanent address is in Wolverhampton. Um, she keeps going back and forth with me. This gatekeeper of a receptionist constantly back and forth back and forth (laughs) and like yeah she's being politely rude you know how these karens love to be rude passive yeah and yeah this is a passive aggressive rudeness this is what she was doing to me and i was doing it i was giving it her back i was doing it back um anyway (laughs) so she's uh, telling me about how oh yeah well we've given you your notice and um yeah so you should just um so yeah so unfortunately we're going to give you your notice and I'm just like well I haven't asked you to do that thank you can you please uh, just not do that just and then she's me. like well no you've already you've already told me that you're in London now and I was like yes well my permanent address is in Wolverhampton we keep going back and forth like this anyway then I go to say um then I go to say well okay well I'll get a letter and it's okay I'll just decline it <laughs> when the letter Ugh. comes about the 30 days notice now she goes on to say oh no I'm not sending you a letter I was like sorry uh, you need to send me a letter because I need written confirmation she goes you don't need written confirmation because all our calls are recorded <laughs> sorry am I am I getting a recording of this call <laughs> no so so send me my fucking letter like what are yeah. you talking about bullshit anyway and like this is the thing see how these Karens make up information mm. on the yeah. spot they actually they are not qualified to make these decisions either not. how like and the thing is as well so I spoke to my mum after this like my mum's annoyed about it um, but I'm just like look whatever but like what it is for me is that there's these receptionists sit in mm. their jobs or high and mighty and they're doing this <laughs> to vulnerable people and mm-hmm. because the thing is like my mum even said they tried to do this to my granddad. And my mum mm-hmm. had to go fight it. And oh. it's like my granddad who is diabetic and they're trying to make him leave the surgery just because he went to Dominica for six months. Like, I'm sorry, he's still coming back to his home address in the UK and That's they're ridiculous. trying to deregister him from the surgery. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he wasn't even in Dominica for a year. He was there for six months. Like, yeah. it's, it is ridiculous. And it's like, I'm sorry. The way, and it, what it is... For me, it's like, okay, look, I just went inquiring to see if I could get the COVID vaccine a bit earlier. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a question. And these people are going on like I am causing them one, I'm causing them trouble. And and two, like I've made some kind of insignificant thing in their day, you know, Mm -hmm. like I've really spoiled their day with my inquiry. Just asking. I literally just wanted to ask a question. If you guys turned around to me and said, no, fine, no, fine, I'll wait. You know, you know what I mean? It's not urgent. And the thing is, is like for me, 
it's actually not urgent but there are people who are vulnerable and there are people where this is urgent and if this is how they're treating people they want to turn around and tell and be like oh sorry look you're doing my head in so get out of our GP Honestly. surgery and you're a <laughs> they receptionist do it a lot. They, they do it they, they do. try and make you feel guilty for calling up and being concerned about your health like even if you're even if yeah. I I tried to book a blood test a few weeks ago and the woman just kept asking me so what is the blood test for and I was like um hon I'm vegan I just want to see if if I'm healthy do you know what I mean I'm getting all my vitamins and then she was like but what what do you actually want them to look and I thought I want you to do a blood test look at my blood and tell me what the my blood is, looks like I'm not a fucking doctor you know, the, to know the different blood things this is the thing <laughs> this is the thing yeah because okay for me like and my mum and my mum with her background in biomed yeah. my mum would be able to tell you every single vitamin <laughs> that they should be testing for and looking for yeah. and she will question these doctors but the thing is is that the way that these doctors and receptionists withhold information from people yeah. most people because most people are not medical professionals do not know what vitamins <laughs> they need to be requiring to see what's in their blood and to see what they're deficient yeah. in just okay? all of them a b c d e f g h i whatever else do i need to do the alphabet there like- you go <laughs> A B C D H I. Like this is what I mean. Like, how are we meant to how are we meant to know? So I'm just like and the thing is is that these receptionists sit there as gatekeepers trying mm. to make their customers and like I'm sorry, we are customers. They are because they are the customer facing role. And they are trying to make people feel insignificant and feel mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, and definitely. it's just like, no what? the bullies that love to get these jobs and it's like it's the same with um i'm not even gonna lie to you and like look yes our nhs you know we we love you guys our nhs you know very helpful blah 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 but the amount of bullies who decide to become nurses (laughs) in it from school i'm sorry like i'm sorry there's people who go into these positions of care who are who decide that they want to be nurses decide that they want to be carers decide that they want to be the receptionist for midwives decide that they want to be the receptionist for these places i'm sorry like you bullies who go there and look at people look at sick people like they're causing an insignificance to your day Mm. when this is your job you chose this profession Mm. you chose this profession and you clearly hate people and you clearly hate (laughs) old people you clearly hate sick people and for some reason it just gives you that little bit of you know pride and pleasure to what for you to gatekeep people's sickness and when mm. they can, and if they can get treatment you like to you like to be able to look into people's eyes and see their suffering you love it you love yeah. to be to know that you're the one who's who stood in the way of someone getting their life-saving medication and and could cause someone to die you love it yeah. you love it you love having those lives those lives on your hands and i'm sorry like they i'm sorry they they just like they like the thrill of it. I feel like mm. they're they're quite like no, I was gonna say something really wild, but like <laughs> say it. Say it. I, f- I feel like they're very close to um I feel like they're they're just very close to murderers. <laughs> like I know this is very wild, but people but I, who I decide that it. they want to look into sick people's eyes yeah. and cause them problems with even trying to get to their medication when they're mm. clearly sick. I'm sorry. And like when that person dies and it's because they couldn't get access to medication mm. that five minutes quicker because you wanted to be causing them distress in that time. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, you you helped kill that person. Yeah. You helped kill that person, and you don't okay. care. You love it. You love it. And I'm sorry. There's there's just one story. My sister has severe anaphylaxis. Yeah, so that's allergic reactions, severe mm. allergic reactions. Yeah, and there's this one story of a time when my sister was having an allergic reaction, and my mum thought, okay, let's just go to the walk. Let's drive to the walking center because it's mm-hmm. closest. Let's drive there. There's there's hella doctors in the walking center. Yeah, yeah. walking centers aren't walking, by the way, guys. You have to book an appointment to try and get into a walking center, just to <laughs> let you know. Um, in the UK, that's how backwards the um the nhs is how backwards it is Mm. anyway so my sister is in anaphylactic shock um uh and this woman this receptionist yeah like my mum comes in with my sister having a reaction the receptionist Mm -hmm. comes over what are you doing don't be you can't be in here you know you need to have an appointment you need to have an appointment my mum's like look my daughter is in anaphylactic shock she is like she Mm. she needs attention now like can any doctor see her you need an appointment you need an appointment okay so now like so my mum's like can you call 999 you need an appointment i'm not blah 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 all this rubbish yeah okay so my mum has called an ambulance now okay the ambulance comes like they've given my mum's i think my mum's given my sister her epipen um she only has one the paramedics come yeah ambulance comes this woman is waving around the ambulance saying that they can't come in through the front door. She's awful. To the, to the paramedics. Shock, you can die from that. So the, she, paramedi- the paramedics, yeah, the paramedics were like, do, does, she not, does she not know the situation? And they're like, no, she knows. Does she not know that you can die? Know this stuff. Well, they should, but they're no, not trained. But, she, but the thing is, she had the information that my sister was in anaphylactic shock and yeah, she could exactly. die. This woman wanted to see my sister die that day. And that's it. That's the end of it. And mm. this is why I say this. There's gatekeepers who are who actually have, um, while they are not in full duty of care, like they are gatekeeping the care that people can get. And it's mm. a problem. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you bullies, you evil people who decide that you want to work in these jobs so you can see suffering in people's eyes. Mm-mm. Mm. I don't know about you. Hell is waiting for you. That's yeah, it. Yeah, like, and, and that's it. I'm sorry. Like, and that's it. And I'm tired of it. Like for me, like this situation, I know I've been ranting on about it. Like the only thing that makes me angry about this situation of like me being kicked out of my GP surgery. The only thing that makes me angry is that they're doing this to more vulnerable people than I, than I am. Mm. Like, while I could argue back, politely argue back with that woman on the phone, like other people, there's other people who won't be able to do that mm-hmm. and aren't in the position to do that. There's people who are really sick and who like, and this is how, this is how these people want to treat, mm-hmm. want to treat vulnerable people. And I think it's disgusting. And, and just that's it that's just all I've got to say about it you receptionists that really want to like be gatekeepers of people's health you know what go to Kelechi and get some straws and suck him on that's it <laughs> that's it look I'm not I'm not authority on handing out straws I'm not so you need to go line up <laughs> to yeah. Kelechi like, that's it like don't worry you'll get your turn to get your straws I know that there's a, there's a long line and Boris Johnson's at the front but just go line up <laughs> go line up um, yeah but that's just kind of what I wanted to rant about on that um, yeah, I finished yeah. that rant 
That but was yeah. a necessary rant because I know it's not just you and it's not just me. People, there's been like threads on exactly. Twitter and people talking about this. How yeah. GP receptionists are just generally little bitches. Like they're Disgusting. not nice. They give you a dirty yeah, look when you, you walk up people. to them. It's like I'm walking in because yeah, I have an appointment. What I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, and even if you're like you're lucky enough to have an appointment, they still hate you for having one. Yeah. You know, like, like sit down. I, I love that. Um, I love. <laughs> Literally, I love that electronic signing at my yeah, GP, so same. I don't have to even go up to that window. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. no. They're sick of us. They had to use this electronic stuff. They're just bored of us. They don't want to talk to us anymore. <laughs> they just yeah, want to but sit it's there. Just like, I'm sorry, this is your frigging job. You know what? You, can, you could have gone and got a job in a stock room. Yeah, literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could have gone and got a job in a stock room. Why do you need to be customer facing? We don't, we don't want to see your face either. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I agree. That was a good rant, though. Um, Unnecessary. Yeah. But, yeah, on to... Um, yeah, other things. Oh, you wanted to talk about Nicki Minaj's album being out, innit? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Nicki Minaj's you, album's you, out. You enjoyed it. We need yeah. to just pay respect to Nicki Minaj. We do know yeah. that she is one of the goats. Um, I haven't listened to the album. <laughs> It's I don't good. know if I will. It's, just, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything I needed. Like on a Friday, yeah. I saw it, and obviously it was quite shocking. People, there was rumours that her album was like dropping soon, or she was going to drop some music soon. But yeah. yeah, she dropped a whole. It was basically a mixtape of things from the past, and also like remixes and a few new songs um, with like other artists. So it it it's really good, and it's just it's just the vibes we wanted. Because Nikki even said she she said. I'm not into like this whole like let's make music for TikTok viral video. She said this is for fans, this is for me, like just reconnecting with music again. And I thought, yes, like we love authenticity. Like we, we don't need mm-hmm. these constant songs that we've we know you've only made it so that you can like create a TikTok trend, create a dance. You're even creating dances to your own songs on TikTok. It's just it's getting well cringy now and I get it. You're gonna earn a lot of money like if your song goes viral, but yeah. It's just like what are you doing this for? Like do you enjoy making music or are you just trying to mm-hmm. you're just trying exactly. to like get clout all the or time. Or you just being Justin Bieber just singing the chorus <laughs> on your own song. <laughs> oh I'm sick of him. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. I just I enjoyed it. She's got a lot of collabs with Gucci Mane and they they're just mm-hmm. they give me so much energy. I need I need to like oh. give it a proper listen again. I listened to the whole thing through the other day, but I just mm-hmm. need to, you know, embrace it a little bit more. But it's good. Everyone go and listen. Nicki okay. Minaj is the queen. I don't care what anyone else has to yeah. say. She oh, is my we queen. know that she's the queen. When when I feel like it was very rude of people really trying to be like Cardi B is better than Nicki Minaj. Like, Honestly, come on, this, the I like look. I've never been really like a Nicki Minaj stan or anything. I haven't mm-hmm. gone out out of my way to listen to her music, but I I can see talent. Okay, yeah. I can see someone who is a talented rapper and Cardi B, who don't actually, who doesn't write most of her own no. raps like I'm no. sorry like how can you how could like I remember having this argument with people one time people were like no but Cardi B blah 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 and I was like I'm singing all the words to the Cardi B song but I'm like come on let's put some respect on Nicki Minaj's name like yeah. Nicki yeah. is clearly the more talented rapper 
yeah. than you know than Cardi B. Uh, and Definitely. I'm sorry, I was just like, let's let's not let's not get it twisted here. Just because Cardi B brought out Bodak Yellow and everyone thinks it's a bop, don't mean <laughs> that she's a better rapper yeah. than Nicki Minaj. Let's Definitely. let's just rein it in there. But yeah. um, and she carried yeah. like female rap on her shoulders for like ten years while no one else or no one else as big that- was around. That's true. That's true. Because Nicki Minaj is actually kind of like in her own kind of yeah. time frame. Yeah, really. Exactly. And yeah. and as well, she, like and like like she's ten years older than Cardi B. I don't understand why Cardi B was having <laughs> beef with someone who was ten years older than her. Like it's I just know. it's silly. But that just shows that like obviously Cardi B was young, and that's just her being a small small girl. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And like when Nicki, when Nicki Minaj is a big woman like she is, can she we is. not and even um, with Cardi's like appearance you can see like I would I don't want to say that she's copying Nicki but like she wears very very similar wigs she's got her body made into mm-hmm. a very similar aesthetic as Nicki mm-hmm. she wears outfits that are very similar I know a lot of these female rappers mm-hmm. do but it's just the like sometimes but I see the surgery that she's had on her face and it's like yeah. sometimes you look like Nicki like I'm really confused especially when she's doing the Instagram filters and stuff I think oh my god like you look mm-hmm. very much like Nicki but exactly they can and it's both like, like, who was there first? like we thing. know that little Kim was there first but you know you, you know still we're talking about if we've let's think of the time frames again you know like yeah yeah but yeah i just um yeah yeah but anyway so mm-hmm. um i just wanted to mention as well about um know what it was really good the other day on eads when people decided to protest when they saw an immigration van taking trying to yeah. take people away that was such and a lovely video when he's it's actually when he come beautiful. out the van mm-hmm it's, it's actually beautiful and it's just disgusting that the police that the immigration wanted to come and hassle people when people are celebrating and like they mm-hmm. do this on purpose because I'm sorry when it's Christmas we get our weeks off we get our week off we get yeah. our bank holidays I'm sorry let people celebrate their festivals like I'm sorry mm-hmm. let's let's people celebrate and um, their, their religious um their religious days this is not fair you can't be coming knowing that people are going to be around and coming with immigration mm-hmm. to these people's doors and like yes i think it's very mad that people were lying underneath the van and that's why they had to be like oh it's a cause of safety concern mm. but you know that was the only thing to get them to leave them alone and to let yeah. them go i'm sorry it was ease the immigration shouldn't have been there Mm-hmm. looking for people and um yeah we just wanted to just like say you know what like this is this is just the kind of thing that we we're happy to see we yeah. like we, we like to see because this immigration office they're just taking people they're just kidnapping people for no mm-hmm. reason just yeah. get out we know you're you're wrong most of the time all of the time you're wrong just leave people alone <laughs> yeah. leave people alone it's just cute as well to see true like allyship actually in action like not performative mm-hmm, stuff exactly. online like this was real and it was a huge mixed crowd there's a lot of white yeah. people and I just thought wow like mm-hmm. when everyone and comes the together the white people would have been under the van let's, yeah. let's, let's not get it let's get it real the white people would have been under the van because yeah. that is the only time when they start shouting about safety so <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, white people honestly. are the only ones who are that mad to know that nothing's going to happen to them in that situation yeah. so 
But yeah, anyway, like, mm-hmm. yeah, so, no, what, good on you, Glasgow. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, it was really nice. It was a nice sight to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and we just want to do a quick mention, like, on Palestine and, like, free Palestine. I I haven't actually mm. done, like, enough research. It's more of kind of what I've heard on the news that is going on. Um, mm. But, like, I don't know where, like, any size come to this. If people are dying and being forced out of their homes for no mm-hmm. good reason because people want to use religion as a way to cover up um like and use as an excuse for turf wars i that's not that's not right it's not correct Mm. and like like people people are dying and (sighs) children are dying and it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's awful it's awful to see and yeah like obviously we we stand with like palestine and people who are victims to um like such awful awful things Mm. yeah it's just it's horrifying to know that like 50 children trigger warning obviously like passed away in within a day or a few days like imagine Mm. imagine if that was england how we'd be over here like we can't imagine that it was england no. That would never be. That would never be England. That would never be the UK. No, never. Wouldn't. Like I'm sorry, the UK, the England, all these big countries, they go fight their wars in different countries. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. and there's a reason why they do that. There's a reason why they go and bring war to different countries. There's a reason why they're selling armory to mm. these countries. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like the amount of money we we send to these countries so that they can, you know, have arms, weapons, etc. And mm-hmm. then use them violently to kill children. Like I, I just think that's that's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yes. And like I saw vi- videos on BBC News as well of like children in hospitals, and I thought this like I never ever ever see videos of white children laying there like after a bomb exactly. has just knocked their house down, and they're like full of like they love this trauma. Rubber. Yeah, like I I saw it and I thought they fucking l- hell, like it's Sunday evening. I was not expecting to see like children. Like yeah, with with bloody like broken noses and stuff on my TV. <laughs> like literally, they. This is the thing as well with these media outlets. They love showing tra- trauma of you know of mm. countries that they think are less than them, where there's black and brown children. Let's show their trauma. Let's be yeah. like oh feel sorry for those for those poor brown brown people for those poor brown children Mm. oh my gosh we should feel sympathy because because apparently that's the only way we can feel any kind of sympathy towards towards people by Mm. seeing that by seeing the trauma by seeing by seeing the atrocity that is happening to them um mm-hmm. i just think it's awful and and as well this whole thing with same as social media like just mm. like my social media i don't really see it on i don't really see it that much but like i've i know the way that i've tailored my social media mm. um and it's like for people to be scrolling down and then seeing videos of of bombs and stuff like that that is yeah, not normal yeah, and not. the way we are just so desensitized to seeing this stuff on mm-hmm. on countries on black and brown people that you know that are considered mm. less than you know yeah. and for us to feel sympathy we need to see a bomb dropping on people just mm. nah nah yeah, yeah. it's awful it's, it's just not these nice, are real like... people in real lives 
Yeah, and I feel like people over here, we all need to acknowledge that. I think since at least we were children, there's always been stuff happening in the Middle East like that we're just unaware mm-hmm. of. We know that there's always wars happening there and we've of just course. all become very desensitised to... And at least we, we haven't been fed the information around what is actually mm-hmm. happening there. So I feel like it's exactly. definitely all of our duty to like get educated and learn. But then people also need to acknowledge that we can't all do it within like a week. We're mm-hmm. like, I have no yeah. idea. This this issue has been taking place for over 100 years. Like I, I can't catch up within a week and get everything right. And I, I know it's an urgent matter. Like this needs to stop urgently, but we're also, us civilians, we're not the ones with the power to stop it. Like the protesters, exactly. they are they are having an impact because like the 100,000, wasn't it? In in London at the weekend. Mm. I think if, if oh, you okay. definitely know what you're That's fighting good. for, then then keep going for it. But for me, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I understand that like children shouldn't be dying. And I understand that um Palestine should not like they they should Palestinians should be able to get healthcare their schools shouldn't be bombed I understand that they're they're the ones that are suffering right now and we need to be supporting Mm -hmm. them but yeah it's going to take a while for us to like catch up and do all the necessary research the thing is there's only there's only so much we can do like there's only Mm. so many infographics we can share um I just feel like it's um so like obviously we've spoken what we can speak on we can only talk on the facts of what's happening mm. and we can only do the bits that we physically can do the thing is though is that when people want to start shouting about how oh black people black women you guys you guys aren't talking about mm. palestine you guys aren't talking about this issue but when it was black lives matter you guys were all shouting that everyone should be talking about it blah 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 and it's just like hold on hold on we need like Mm. like first and foremost people like we can only talk about on issues that we can only talk about on issues that we've researched first yeah first mm. let people catch up two obviously this is a issue close to other people than others you know like with mm. black lives matter as black people yes we're going to be shouting about that because it's very close to mm-hmm. us you know what i mean um that's not to say that this is any less than it's not however like people who want to shout to black women saying why aren't you talking on these issues why like actually why don't you close your mouth and you talk about your Mm. issues you raise your awareness people are doing what they can do and i'm sorry so many black people and like a lot of black women are trying to talk about it are trying to do their research are trying to support any way that they can you know and I just think it's very it's just very rude for people to go and just try and put the onus all on black women when Mm -hmm. actually like maybe we're doing our research maybe we're trying to catch up maybe this isn't something that we are like we should be talking about because we might not be educated enough to talk about it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so like and why don't you guys step up and talk about it do you know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. that's that's like, and we're doing what we can do. We can only talk about things so far. And mm. I think that people need to stop trying to, stop coming for black people. I'm going to say stop coming for like mainly black women because it's, mm. it's mainly black women who always get the brunt of these things. Yeah. Um, and stop coming for them saying how, well, you're not talking on this enough, blah, blah, blah. Actually, like, why are you now the gatekeeper of this? Yeah, you know? yeah. 
if, why do we have to talk about everything exactly and if sharing an infographic is all that can is all that i can really do Mm. and like i'm trying to help spread awareness then that's that's all i can do because i'm sorry everyone was sharing infographics when black lives matter everyone was just posting their black square and nothing else so (laughs) you know like Mm. what would you prefer just being performative where we don't care or actually just trying to use whatever platform we have to talk on what we can talk on and do Mm. what we can do like just and that is it i just that's all i want to say on that i just think it's just tiring that people want to just always put the blame and onus and be like well black lives matter actually why don't you stop wasting your energy yeah and talk about what you need to talk about because like really black women when you look at like the social hierarchy we're at the freaking bottom everyone says black women Mm. are most unprotected people on the planet exactly i can't imagine what black palestinians are going through right now so like exactly it it just annoys me when people say people try and push stuff onto us like we're the mules and we're the ones that that are responsible for doing all types of activism and it's like you all know we're at the bottom so what do you expect us to do put your energy into pushing the people at the top you know who's at the top Mm -hmm. and black women are not at the top so leave us alone like let us let us rest let us research let us do what we can do and target the people at the top with the power yeah and actually don't be coming to people who are actually using their platform and doing doing the little bits that they can don't come criticizing them when they've actually gone and said something and now mm-hmm. you've got a problem with them saying something or you've got a problem with them not saying something. And you, you want to criticise both ways, even if they've done something. So you know what? Just shut up yeah. and crawl back in your hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like obviously free, free Palestine and like anything, like it's horrific what is going there. And like obviously our prayers mm-hmm. and thoughts are with, <sighs> with everyone. Like it's just, it's just a horrible, it's just, it's just a horrible thing that's going on yeah. at the moment and we do like yeah we just yeah free palestine i just it's just not it's just not mm-hmm. right yeah, um so cool. but yeah so anyway i think that is everything with our like little updates this mm-hmm. week that we wanted to talk on um so yeah um okay diana sent me something really interesting um as always the, yeah she's, she sent me something really interesting the other day about the government uh talks of the government starting to introduce calories to menus so like mm-hmm. when you're looking at a menu for whatever meal it is it will it will have kind of like an indication of how many calories that meal would be yeah mad <laughs> which yeah no I, this is this is the worst idea i've ever seen in my life <laughs> ever i feel like especially because <laughs> yeah is it's the worst thing that i've i've heard because i just like in in a world where people are just always like we're so obsessed with this mm. thing called weight we're so obsessed yeah. with you know oh health like healthy eating we need to eat healthier look the thing is like mm. if we're eating out maybe that is most likely our cheat day yeah if people Definitely. are eating out that's most likely their cheat day why mm. are you now introducing calorie counting to restaurants to menus like it's just gonna make people just like people people are, will either not want to go out anymore people mm-hmm. won't like i'm sorry i'm sorry we have a whole pandemic and this is what the government are looking at honestly what is this again policing 
policing yeah. weight again. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've said that um, the government is renewing the drive to tackle obesity and improve the nation's health. Large businesses oh, will tired. be required to display calorie information on menus and food labels from April 2022. Rules will help make uh, help the public make healthier choices when eating out. <laughs> stupid, stupid. It's not going to make me make no healthy choice because, like, the thing is, no. like, okay, there's a general pop. There's part of the population who don't really understand what this calorie thing is like mm-hmm. like i understand what it is but i ignore it i don't count calories i don't look at how many calories are in whatever blah 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 i don't look at what oh what exercise i do to burn off whatever calories I, I don't do it i've never done it um okay but there's a lot of people who do a lot of young people do a lot of people who are suffering who do mm. and just bringing this into just a pl- just into an environment where like people are going out to have fun just to have a nice meal and mm. now you want to ruin it with a number by each menu for people to be thinking mm, maybe I shouldn't have that like I mean people who don't want to eat a lot of calories when they're out tend to just order salads anyway yeah, so exactly. why are you trying to why do you need to be putting the calories on there yeah I just I think it's I think it's stupid I I don't think I don't think it's going to be helpful like I understand Mm -hmm. with like the units that they you know they have to advertise the units in Mm -hmm. alcohol and stuff but like that's never helped anyone like people don't people aren't checking the units unless they're driving you know um (laughs) you know what I mean so like this calorie thing to menus going out is not gonna solve an obesity crisis it's just gonna start fat shaming and i feel like it's more it's going to affect people who are suffering from anorexia and body Mm. dysmorphia more so than it is going to help people with obesity yeah (laughs) like like i've spoke to people that have like eating disorders and they've even said that this specifically is going to make them not want to go out after lockdown because they were looking forward to it they wanted to try new food new restaurants mm-hmm. and actually step out of their comfort zone but since this news has come mm-hmm. out they've just said no like i can't eat in a restaurant because i just i can't look at the calories because I, I just yeah. can't do it and that's how some that people would eating disorders are like literally and that awful. actually i'm not even surprised by that because mm-hmm. i'm just thinking of like just I don't, it's just this because there's already an obsession on people counting calories anyway yeah and bringing yeah. it into an environment which is meant to be fun and relaxing mm. to now we need to be thinking about all oh, the calories in this meal or oh, i can't have that like oh this meal looks really tasty i would like to have that however i need to have this because of the calorie count mm. so like it's just it's just another way to just take away enjoyment Definitely. you know and the thing is, is like people count calories enough on the the foods that they buy like shopping wise mm-hmm. we don't need yeah. to be counting calories when we're going out to a restaurant like yeah. it's true just, like, uh, it's making people terrified to go out and eat and like it, it it's just not fair and like i've I ju- just read up that mm-hmm. there's 125 million people in the uk with eating disorders so this ultimately excludes most people from uh, most of those people from wanting to go out that's a lot of people's friends and family mm-hmm. like it's just it's yeah. awful and i can't imagine that this scheme and schemes like this in the past have actually helped decrease obesity because the way i see it is no. we've we've all got mcdonald's five minute drive from our house like the issue Literally. is how cheap no one 
this food okay. is and how another expensive thing healthy well. food is. And exactly. And another thing as well, whenever when has anyone picked up a McDonald's menu? No one looks at a McDonald's <laughs> menu to be looking for the calories on there. So yeah. like this is not gonna be this isn't helpful for like fast food restaurants. This is mm. targeting people who want to go out, have a good time and mm-hmm. actually like, you know, relax. Like this is not gonna help this is not this isn't gonna help the economy that you guys really need help with, you know, eat out yeah. to help out all that bullshit that you did last year. <laughs> like this ain't this ain't gonna be helping, no, eat out to help out. People no. be staying in their houses, you know, like, oh, I just Yeah. Like, yeah I just don't I agree just, with calorie counting anyway. Like no. I feel like we yeah, it's got- unhealthy. Yeah, like we've all got different bodies and you should feed your body how your body wants to be fed. Like if something makes you feel Mm -hmm. healthy and it makes your body move better, then eat that. Like obviously like to an extent, don't eat like cheeseburgers every day. But um, I feel like when it comes to the fact that women are supposed to have this much food a day, men are supposed to have this much food a day, this many calories. I don't think that even makes sense to me because we're all built differently. We're all different heights. Like... It, it yeah. just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, I'm sorry, I've got friends who eat a lot more than I do. Mm. And like, clearly their metabolism is just high. Like, because yeah. like, like, they're some of the skinniest, like slimmest people. Like mm. they're, they're really slim, small frames, all of that. And like, they'll have like two plates of food and I can only eat like one. <laughs> and mm. like literally and I'm sorry yeah. like the way I'm built and compared to how they're built like I'm I'm sorry just the whole counter calorie things like it just doesn't work that don't mean that I'm moving less than them like I like I do mm. different things they do different things like do you know what I mean like I'm quite an active person but my body is just built differently and like I just don't believe in calorie counting because I feel like once for me personally once I start getting into that mode of, oh, how many steps have I done every day? How many calories yeah. have I burnt? Oh, this is how many calories that I think I've eaten. Like, all I'm going to see in the mirror is a blob. Like, Me too. That's all I'm going to see exactly all the time. The all I'm going to see is, oh, um, I'm not, I don't look nice. That's all I'm going to mm. see because on my mind, I'm thinking... I haven't moved enough. I haven't burnt this many calories. I haven't done this many steps. I haven't done this. And in a time when we have had to stay at home, that's not healthy because we've had to stay at home. No, there's not, not much. We've, there's not much that we've been able to do. And I just, I, I just let us enjoy. You want us to go out? Let us enjoy. Definitely. Oh, I I'm just, exactly I can't with this you, government. I, I literally think that this, like, I potentially have tendencies where if I see it on the menu I see that it's going to say 250 calories in this meal mm-hmm. or 2500 whatever I'm going to think oh my god like I can't I can't actually eat yeah. this when I would have enjoyed it before yeah and I may have felt a bit sick after if I ate something that had so many calories in I would have enjoyed it like I'm out to yeah. eat with friends because I want to enjoy my time but I, I'm thing scared is- that if I have those tendencies that I could end up yeah. developing an eating disorder by looking yeah. at the calories all the time and do you know how mad that is you saying that mm. like the thing is that you're vegan yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the things aren't gonna have loads and loads of calories obviously depending yeah. on how processed or how healthy they are do you know what mm. i mean and that is just do you yeah. know and do you know how mad that is like they're for shaming who, all of us 
yeah, everyone. It's everyone. And I just think it's not a good idea. I mm. don't know who works for this government and where they get these ideas from. And why mm. are they just so fat phobic that, that all the time they want to be policing or oh, fat people are going out for meals too much? Sorry, what? <laughs> and I just like yeah what like the thing is though they fat shame so much that i'm sorry i feel there's a lot of fat people who have anxiety to go eating out do you know what i mean it's true because yeah, of the yeah. fat shaming so i'm sorry mm-hmm. i don't know who these calories are for because it's not to control obesity it's not when no, these no. like i just i'm just always like how often have i like you know with going out when I've when I've been going out recently I've I've been to like brunch like once or a couple mm. of times and it's like I have not seen many uh, quote unquote obese people eating out so like what no. I don't know what these statistics are and who this calorie on menus is actually for because it's not for obese people it's no. just it's bullshit it's, <laughs> it's just like it's like I just feel like the government just mm-hmm instead of actually having proper ideas of what they can do like the whole like certain topics always come around and it's always obesity is always one of them and BAME is always one of them (laughs) that comes around (laughs) and things that they can do things that people haven't asked for things that Mm. they can do to tackle obesity and all the time now it's yeah how can we get the fat people to stop eating Oh, I know. Let's shame them and put calories on menus. What? How does that cor- correlate? Because <laughs> this is for everyone. So, it's so bad. And it's like they never actually talk to the people that they're trying to target these campaigns at and mm-hmm. like get ideas exactly. from them. Or at least they talk to no. them and they don't listen. They, they say, oh, we've they're, spoke they're to them. They're not talking to anyone. They're just, nah. they're just literally, they're just coming up with random policies off the top of their heads. It's like, because it is random and yeah. it just, they just come up with random stuff off the top and of the head. Is, That's is it. obesity that much of a problem for our country right now? Like, is it one of them yeah. concerning things that in, is ruining our country enough for you to create a, a whole time nationwide campaign? We're in a pandemic and the UK has one of the highest death rates. Is, is obesity really our problem right now? <laughs> I think so too. You know, we've like... Like mental health. How, <laughs> mental health. Therapy. How could they have not let over I don't even know what it is now I'm not even going to check letting all these people die from COVID like how they can actually give the support the NHS and give the NHS money because I'm sorry the NHS is not a fucking charity and we should not have to be raising money for the friggin NHS because we pay our taxes so like you Mm. know like all of these things could come into question and what they could be focusing on instead of adding calories to friggin menus like yeah that's all i've got to say about this government just yeah <laughs> i'm bored of stuff like this i'll try and f- <laughs> i'll try boring. and find a petition or something it's that tiring. we can share like a government petition um to try and ban this um scheme because i just i hate it i hate it here yeah you literally anyway like um okay this is going to be a terrible segue but like kind of speaking of kind of calorie counting to body image um we wanted to get back on the subject of last week we started to talk about kind of jesse from little mix um 
and more kind of like on how I don't know like she so I actually okay so I started watching the mm. documentary this was kind of coming off Rachel Dozel um, and like obviously and kind of people on social media who are kind of black fishing and are kind of mm-hmm. cultural appropriating and jesse comes up a lot as someone who like okay are you trying to be racially ambiguous all the time mm-hmm. big curly hair is your look now you know you need to have you know the big hips big bum mm-hmm. i think that is kind of your thing and the you know big like lips. burnt orange skin and <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> you know, it all the fake like, tan. Um, it's like brown paint. <laughs> oh, that with that the golden the golden glow like mm. mixed in. Um yeah, and so we just wanted to talk about kind of this thing because just like okay, so Jessie from Little Mix, she had a documentary where she spoke about how, oh yeah, she was the ugly one. She was the fat one, blah, 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 boo-hoo. And um, it was like, okay, I remember watching it and it's like, okay, it is sad that obviously she got all of this hate, blah, 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 and the Mm. bullying and stuff. And I think the documentary was very good for kind of young people who Mm. like are feeling that way, who are feeling like unloved and feel like, Mm. oh, that they're the odd one out kind of thing. However, the only thing that just didn't sit right with me is it's like, she's very much someone to kind of, oh, just like hear about my woes hear about mm. how sad my life is when like in little mix there was a whole black girl there and mm. like there's there would have been a lot of hate coming mm-hmm. towards her directed at her too and it's like why didn't you guys kind of try and bundle bounce off each other and mm. and then we saw i saw like she had an interview with who was it was it greg james I'm not sure. I only saw a clip. I didn't see who. Yeah, who it was I saw with. a clip. I f- I feel like it looked like Greg James, but don't <laughs> quote me on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then like he had asked the question to Jesse just about, oh, um, Leanne has had quite a lot of you know racial abuse and mm. stuff like that. Like, did you guys ever talk about it and stuff like that? And Jesse's reaction was kind of like oh yeah yeah I know that she got a bit but we never really spoke but but like you know obviously with what I was going through and it kind of was like deflecting Mm. and kind Mm. of diminishing what what um what Leanne kind of went through and just bringing it back to herself and it's just kind of coming back to like no remember I'm the one talking and it's my story and Mm. I was the one who was bullied because I'm the ugly one and it's just that kind of thing and you know what I feel like I get Chloe Kardashian vibes do you know what I mean <laughs> those are like kind of similar Chloe Kardashian vibes isn't it yeah I know what you mean do you get me yeah. yeah and I don't know it just makes me I just it just makes me uncomfortable because I just feel like like that's not it's just like it's you're not, not nice you're, it's She's not your friend. like you you're exactly you were in a girl group girl band with this girl for 10 years and it's like yeah mm. there's ups and downs and stuff like that but it's like how can you diminish what someone's mm. going through like Racism. i understand like exactly like yeah your self-image obviously to yourself is a really big thing however mm. 
obviously I'm biased because I'm black, but racism mm. I feel is a bit bigger. <laughs> I do. I, racism is so different because like she can't Leanne can't rub off her skin colour. Like Jessie can change her whole appearance. But Yeah, Jessie can not rub off her, her skin, skin colour. But you know, Leanne can't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being rude. It's true. I'm being rude. I'm sorry. It's true. It's fine. Um, but yeah, Not I, that sorry, I don't though. think I'd be pissed off if that was my friend and like I'd opened yeah. up to them or told them about like this. This is really impacting me. Leanne was crying mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, for her to bite back with, well, I also was struggling and I also, you know, like yeah. I got picked on and it's like yeah you it was got very dismissive something very different yeah like they, she didn't have to compare them and put them like I think the the question didn't ask for her to compare them the question was did you support each other did you talk to each other about mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. she just kind of she just kind of, she it just, was and it was more like kind of directed at oh yeah so did you guys help each other out in that you know yeah. you just wanted to see the bond like not even mm-hmm. kind of solely just focusing on Jesse helping Leanne but like oh yeah. did Leanne try and help you too kind of thing and mm. it just the way she kind of dismissed it was like oh yeah we we spoke we spoke about it a little bit but you know and and it was dismissive yeah. I just I feel like it was dismissive I feel like, like that it concerns me because I think her um new boyfriend black and I just think if you're to mm. have a baby with him and your child is, uh, will you actually understand the gravity of what your child is going to go through? No. Like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's just a shame. <laughs> no. I just didn't like that answer from her at all. Yeah, I, I just felt like it's dismissive, even with kind of the times mm. when she's been on, been in the media, it's been a bit like... Mm. Okay, I understand this is about you, but it's it's very much like... Oh, everyone feels sorry for me, and that's that's like the angle that she goes for. Everyone be yeah. sorry for me. Yeah, she but could you're have the one Leanne's who's apparently going. Yeah, but why would she do that? That would take attention from her. She didn't even like Leanne's name being mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, this is what I sisters. mean, and I just feel like it's very much when when Jesse's the one who's about to go having a solo career and all this stuff. Like mm. it's like. I'm sorry for someone who is apparently the ugly one of the group. You're getting a lot of opportunities, Jesse. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they don't just give these opportunities to anyone because like they choose who they want to give it to, you, and mm. they haven't chosen the blonde girl. Which no. you know that's that's a bit of a shock. Usually that's <laughs> who they choose. They haven't gone and chosen the skinny blonde girl, but you're the one who's getting who's getting the deals Mm. because you're going for this racially ambiguous look you've got you know the the slim thick look at the moment you're you're trying that i I just i don't know (laughs) the whole thing (laughs) yeah just the whole thing is confusing to me um but yeah guys next week we're gonna talk on leanne's documentary because i haven't watched it and obviously like leanne has got backlash kind of from when it was announced that she was doing this documentary, I don't think it's a bad thing that she's doing it. At the end of the day, she's still a black woman in the music mm. industry and she has been in the mm. like one of the biggest girl groups in the UK. Like Little Mix have been going for 10 mm-hmm. years. So remember, guys, the Spice Girls were only together for three. So like, you need to understand. Were they? Yeah. <gasps> 
Three, two or three. Two or three. Like, I'm sure the Spice Girls were together like 94, 95 to 97. They broke up in 97. That's mad. Like, that was just when I was born. I was born in 97. Yeah. So I didn't really know. I knew the songs. Uh, Years active. Okay, Okay, I'm lying. I'm lying. Years active, 94 to 2000. (laughs) So five years still. Little Mix still wins. But but I think, I think Jerry, or was it Emma? One of them, one of them left in '97. That, yeah, one of them did. The yeah. ginger one. I think I think it was Jerry. Yeah, because she didn't like that they were doing an R and B vibe. <laughs> She's anti-black. Isn't she the one that says? Um, she said that Margaret Thatcher is like the ultimate feminist. Oh gosh. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea. And she wore the Union Jack. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just we know what you're about, Ginger Spice. But yeah, the Spice Girls, like yeah, the the kind of yeah. So Jerry Halliwell Halliwell left in '97 because they're '97 to '98, mm. um, they had like Spice World and and Jerry Halliwell, Jerry Halliwell departed departure. Yeah. So like this is what and I mean. then she did her Raining Men song. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> It was awful. I thought hers was the original. <laughs> you were young. You were young. <laughs> we'll let you off. I was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> we will let you off. Uh, I don't know who sang the original though, but we will let you off for that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so like, come on. Biggest girl group. Yeah. Like, let's mm. be real. 10 years going. Yeah. And... Like I feel like Leanne does have credibility to do a documentary mm. on racism in the music industry, and I know that she was getting backlash yeah. because from what people heard is that she is just adding on about colorism on the end, and mm. people are like, "Well, why is it that it's always light skinned women who are getting these documentaries and getting about colorism yeah. and stuff like?" which I do I do agree with but let's not take mm-hmm. away and I do agree with that because it's kind of like colorism can't just be an add-on as well like for no, five minutes can't. at the end like, I haven't, well Deanna's watched the documentary I haven't watched it um, mm. but we will talk about it more next week but yeah yes it's good I'm excited to talk yeah about it. but um, I don't think it's like I don't think we I've yeah, all I'm trying to say is that I feel like Leanne does have credibility to talk on it. Um, mm. But then we do like, you know, from her experience, there, w- there would have been experiences for her being black in the music industry. Um, but I just don't... I need to watch it, but I'm, I'm sure like yeah, there'll be yeah. things... Her experiences are interesting. Like you see there's clips from the past mm-hmm. where you can see she's a bit triggered mm-hmm. and she's a bit like confused about something that's just happened, mm-hmm. but she can't um, articulate yeah. it. And she talks about that a lot of the time. She like it's her journey mm-hmm. of learning about racism. Yeah. because She doesn't really know the words. See, and this is, a, this is the thing. I feel like this is another thing with kind of with a lot of light skin black women and a lot of mixed race mm. women is that it's like they're always discovering racism very late yeah and yeah. It's, it's the same yeah. thing with leona lewis when leona lewis wanted to talk about her yeah, experience definitely. her experience she of racism in a shop 
And it was like, mm. my dad, this woman just thought we were stealing because my dad is a big black man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you at that big age, because her dad had to go and get her CD from the car to show the woman. You, and she was you at your big yeah. age, that was, the, that was the only experience, that was the first experience of racism that you've had. Yeah. All right, all right, love. Like, okay. And it's just this, it's, it's, it's always this thing, like, like, I'm going to watch it. And we'll probably talk on this more mm. in depth next week. But I feel like it's always this thing of it's a revelation to even be like, people yeah, can be racist yeah. and people are racist towards <laughs> me. But me just being and colorism, light what's that? and colorism. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dark skinned black women have it worse. What? Mm, yeah. But why? But why? How? Why is this? That was Educate it. me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find it crazy, though, some of these um, celebrities that haven't experienced racism at all, because I think, or at least they, they haven't noticed things. Because I remember when I was, like, bloody six years mm. old, I remember things, maybe it's because just growing up where I've grown up, it's been a bit different to... Leanne and Leona Lewis because they both grew up in London in multicultural areas but there's a lot of us based across the country that I don't think they grew up in Leona Lewis from London I think she is she's just quite posh yeah I think she's from Hackney is she? yeah Mm. if I've got that right have I got that right? I'm trying to see Sorry. I'm good with these fun facts. I'll try to cut this out. <laughs> Fiona Lewis from Blackpool. She's not from London. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I knew she was. That's kind of weird then. I don't know what Blackpool's like. Uh, no way she's from Blackpool. Said, she doesn't Blackpool. sound like it. She sounds. She doesn't sound like she's from she's London. Got... Come from, hold on. Oh no, she's from Islington. You're right. Oh, it's in yeah, in, in London. So she's from London. Why did it say Blackpool? Maybe she was in Blackpool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But yeah, yeah, I find it very weird when when they haven't. It's like a lot of us have. And so, how have you missed? No, you're but lucky it's just that, that it, you got to live through. That, your... I feel like that just shows kind of it. it one, it shows. I feel like that shows kind of like how they were brought up rather than what their experiences Mm. are because when people are brought up to be like to pretend like racism don't exist Mm. their experiences are going to be different do you know what I mean like that's not to say that I was brought up to be like oh everything's racist no I wasn't but I was always reminded Mm. remember that you're 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 a black girl you're a little black girl like that was always Mm. a thing like remember that you're a black girl and that was always mm. the thing. It was always a reminder. It was always like, you need to make sure you're behaving because remember, you're a black girl. And, and that was it for mm, me. interesting. And, um, yeah. and I feel like... I never got that. Do you not? Yeah, like that That nah. was kind of how I was brought up. And like, that's how it's funny because my mum... My mum always like when she spoke about things and spoke about her life, she always mm. refers to herself. I'm a little black girl. That's how she always refers herself to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny just like being a little black girl because like my mum's she's she's small, <laughs> but yeah. Aww. And um, that's always what how she referred herself. And mm. yeah, it was like I it wasn't racism wasn't thrown in my face to be like oh everything's racist because I me and my sister we grew up not really kind of deep in stuff like that 
but then mm. it is just that whole reminder remember you're you're black like just you mm. need to think about okay think about things like remember you're black don't be don't be doing whatever because remember you are black they'll they will take you away like that was the thing like they will take oh you away God. like you need to be careful so it was that kind of thing <laughs> Oh, mine was like, I was discovering things at school, like people would say mm-hmm. things or like I realised my hair was different. Like I, I, it was all me discovering it for myself, mm-hmm. but I discovered it all very, very young because people were just rude. Like I went to school with some scabby kids that would <laughs> say stuff like racist things without even thinking. Yeah. And I just knew it straight away. Like when it was directly at me and no one else. And that comes, that comes like, to oh, their parents though. I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So that comes from their parents. Definitely. Like. Um, my, no, no one in my school yeah, just, could be saying that because I'm sorry, yeah. my mum is a big person, you know. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> my mum is more qualified than all of them, <laughs> and mm. she and she was a governor at the school. Like everything, no one could say anything. Oh. And like I was quick, I knew if something wasn't right, and I'd be quick time telling the teacher. And like the head teacher used to shout at people, like she'd be like, "No, don't be like, really? yeah." The head teacher oh was God. always on my side. I actually, I remember my head teacher. I, and I actually feel like I remember mm-hmm. there was a time I went back to the school for whatever reason I was near the school and the head teacher saw me and she asked me oh she goes are you still doing design do you still want to do be a fashion designer oh. and that was from when I was a baby I was like I wanted to say I want to do fashion I design you had an impression yeah and it was her. just like well and, it, him and it was just funny because it's like yeah I'm doing I am doing design like <laughs> that is what I'm doing oh. and um but yeah, oh, big up you, Mrs. Williams. <laughs> like, but yeah. <laughs> but um, that's so cute. Yeah, it's funny. I wish I complained. I wish I had teachers like that because I don't think a lot of the time I didn't even tell my parents because I was just like, I can't even put this into words mm, and I don't know what you to didn't say know how to articulate I don't, it. I don't know where to begin. Yeah, because it's like I know I feel different, but I don't know how. Yeah, like what am I supposed to say to my parents? And then I did that one time, and my mum went up to school and she screamed. But that was one time out of like. Mm so many that I don't even know like I don't even know I just didn't that's the thing like school wasn't my thing do you feel like obviously this obviously isn't like your parents probably didn't know but do you feel like that Mm. was a bit of an overlook on your parents for not kind of saying to you look if you feel like people Mm. are treating you differently or you feel like they're saying something and you you're not sure what it means and you don't think it's right kind of for just kind of like saying that to you so you could understand that so you would feel more comfortable to say to your parents oh this was said at school and I didn't like it do you know what I mean yeah I think they just didn't say anything because they wanted me to enjoy my childhood and be a child and not have to think but then who's to say that you're not you can't enjoy your childhood but knowing like so say the thing is okay so say I know we're going off topic, but to say if like you're you're growing up, yeah, and children obviously you discovered all of that by yourself. Yeah. Mm. Children are perceptive and children can see things and see when something's not right and it affects you. Like you internalize it mm. instead because you're not sure what it means, but all the other kids seem to understand what it means. And then you're not sure how to even mm. articulate that to your parents, then in the end you don't say anything. Like you Mm. obviously it's kind of like okay I feel like a lot of people kind of think that children don't notice things and think oh let's just not say anything Mm. and then that way they can enjoy their childhood however you grew up internalizing it 
not not understanding what mm-hmm. it was but just growing up thinking you were ugly because that's what people told you do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like just yeah. as one of yeah. the examples and mm. whereas like if say if there was just a, a small conversation where it's just like no what Diana people are treating you a little bit differently or they're saying something that you're not sure about you you tell us and talk to us you know so you could feel comfortable to yeah. even talk about it and then when something doesn't seem right because you've said it to your parents and they are justifying that no that's not right then mm. you could grow up in the sense of okay yeah I was right not to I was right to feel that way and now now I can be yeah, go to yeah. those kids and be like no you can't say that you know you know as kids will do you can't believe me yeah. or this rubbish um yeah and kind of thing that would have been helpful definitely Um, because like I would have felt felt less isolated at least I have people to speak to about these things because the only people I really had was my brother and there was like another mixed kid in my year Mm -hmm. group but then that was kind of it so in in like primary school it would have been nice to at least have some kind of like ammunition that I can like fire back with but yeah because they didn't address it with me and because I didn't start the conversation with Mm -hmm. them it just it never happened and I when when I talk to them about it now they're like you like we wish you could have told us because then we would have done something about yeah. it it's like but you didn't know how to say I was, I was young and yeah, how, how exactly. are you as <laughs> six meant to know oh like all you know is mm. if someone's been nasty to you tell the teacher but when someone's commenting mm. on your hair you don't really know if that's nasty do you know what I mean it's yeah, like stuff like that yeah, if someone's exactly. commenting on your skin colour you don't really know if it's nasty because there was one time actually so there was only one time that I remember when I was in like reception mm. and like I remember being in a line we're in a line and mm. I remember the boy who it was <laughs> I remember <laughs> this guy like got out, like yeah from I went to same primary school and same secondary school I know I remember the boy who it was initials JM haha mm. anyway um, <laughs> he was he was <laughs> saying to me it's like oh but your skin is brown it's like poo blah 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 you're black <laughs> blah 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 and then shouting there saying all this stuff haha you're black and I was like sorry mm. I was like no but like my skin is nice my skin is brown stop saying that I'm black like and like he was like being nasty he was mm. trying to say black in a nasty way yeah, I quick tap yeah. so basically this is why I'm sh- I was shouting out Mrs Williams because I went Mrs Williams yeah. is there the head this is a head teacher and I went and told Mrs <laughs> Williams and the way she lined up those kids and like as well I told my mum <laughs> I told my mum and um when I went home I told my mum about it my mum she don't mess. She was mm. down at that school. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even known that oh. that's what she went to go talk about. She was down at that school. Mm. Mrs. Williams lined us all up and was shouting, shouting at the boys. We like, I don't want to hear anything, anything about people's <laughs> skin colours. And like proper, like proper shouting. I was like, a, this is when I was like five years old as a baby. And But I just remember that. And that was the one time I kind of remember yeah. it. But because the teacher came, shouted at them one time, you didn't hear Pim from mm. anyone any other time didn't that. hear Pim and mm. it's just like the thing is that people need to be called up on it one time and then they won't like they won't do it again yeah. if you don't know that mm-hmm. comments on your hair or comments on your skin colour is bad like because for that was this like he was commenting on my skin colour and I didn't like it I didn't know the reason why I didn't like it but yeah. I didn't like it and I just and I mm. told my mum about it and then obviously something was done and um, mm. 
you know, and it's just like, if you didn't know to actually go and address that with your parents for, for mm. teachers to be told, like, no, we're not having this, you know, for then those kids yeah. to be told, we're not having this. Don't be, don't be talking about no one's hair. Don't be talking about no one's skin. Mm. Don't be talking about, you know, none of this. Like as kids, we don't even realize that that's bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. But, um, yeah, yeah. I remember the only time I have a bit back with someone is when they call me a chocolate button <laughs> and then I called them milky bar kids. <laughs> and that's the only time no, I remember saying good. something. I actually, but, I told him. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my friend actually came to me saying about how his nephew, his nephew was really upset and how, oh yeah, um, some kid in his class called him, um, called him a black nugget. <laughs> These things are just awful. Yeah, these names. And he was really upset, and I and he was just like, "Oh, what should I tell him?" Blah blah blah. And I said, "Tell him to to not be taking no insults from the Milky Bar kid." That's what I said. <laughs> that one I was works. Like, nah, that one like, works if, really well. If you want to be throwing insults, fine. We will throw insults. Like you know, play playful <laughs> insults. Obviously, playful insults. But nah, yeah. like ridiculous. But um. Mm. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's so silly um, we fully came off topic well not really we're on topic yeah but um, that was interesting anyway yeah yeah. okay something else we want to talk about sorry we're just gonna we're gonna do this so we're not ranting for too too long anyway guys <laughs> so I don't know if you have anything saved for this any screenshots or whatever yeah I do I think the conversation basically around what do you bring to the table that it started on social media a few maybe last week or the week before because of that therapy session you know oh, um, the trend central yeah. the back chat old casting yeah. where they're doing the couples therapy the um, fake couples the man, therapy the, yeah like they they were both I can't, one of the couples they were basically like what do you bring to the table what do you bring to the table <laughs> And um, people started the conversation. Can we bond so, like, this table, please? Um, people, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm tired honestly. of this conversation. Look, let's just let's just burn the yeah, table. Burn the table. Get rid of the table. Like, can there be no figurative table? Because I'm tired of this. This conversation is stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's a waste of time. And like, mm. oh, just okay. Let's just go over the arguments because we had. Alani tweeting yeah, about mm. like and people there was another girl who said oh stop asking stop stop asking girls that you've literally yeah, chosen the what they bring to the table because mm. you've gone and chosen these types of girls and it's like <laughs> it's, it's cheeky, very true isn't it? like, I'm sorry these men yeah. who decide that they want to go for the, the baddest of bitches yeah they want the baddest of yeah. bitches who yeah they are asking for Birkin bags. They are asking for you to pay for, to get the, their nails done every week. Blah, blah, blah. They are because yeah. there's men who will do that for them. You've gone and chosen the baddest mm-hmm. of bitches and now you want to be asking, what do you bring to the table? I'm sorry. I'm the baddest of bees. I'm the baddest of bees. This is yeah. what I bring to the table. You know what I bring you to the table. Know. This is yeah. why you chose me. You chose me because you wanted people mm-hmm. being jealous of you because I'm with you so yeah. you better be buying me you better be getting my nails you wanted done. a trophy you better be getting my hair yep. <laughs> you better be paying for my makeup you better be buying my Birkin bags mm. you better be buying me Chanel you better be buying me YSL you know all of this so like 
Like, what do you mean? It's yeah. so... Oh, I'm just tired of the stupid question. If you didn't want that, don't go for girls like that. Exactly. Then. Like, go for other types of girls. Because the good thing about this planet is that there are billions of people for you to choose exactly. from. So someone isn't bringing something to your table, leave them. Yeah, like, but they and don't, like, they don't I like think the conversation the, no, is, anyway. I think these men don't even like yeah. them. So <laughs> this, they, don't, they don't like those <laughs> other girls who have, who have a personality and who have, you know, careers to, to the table. They don't like them. Yeah. They want yeah. the baddest of bees. And it's just like... But imagine, right, being on a date with someone and they ask you, what do you bring to I the can't table imagine. then? I'd just be like, fuck off. Like, are you joking? We're no, on a I'm date. I'm leaving the table. We're meant to be conversing. I'm, I'm leaving this table. <laughs> yeah. If you ask me that question, I'm leaving this I table. I don't like this no, table. No, thank you. Like, I'm leaving. This table smells. Look. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving the table. Nah, with my food as well. Make sure you pay for it. But, um... <laughs> And service charge. <laughs> yeah, actually, mm, it's just I never, cheeky, I never pay it? for service charge. Can you choose to not pay? Yeah, it's for optional. It? I never knew yeah. that. I, I've I've paid for it for my whole fucking life. No. I, might yeah, stop I just ask people to take it off. Oh, can you take it off, please? <laughs> I didn't like the service. Uh, <laughs> no, like I didn't like it, but just can you take it off? It's optional. I don't need to pay it. <laughs> just take yeah. it off. I, I didn't even know yeah. that. That's that's something I'm going to yeah, take Yeah, you don't forward. need to take it off. Um, like, obviously, you know, when I'm grown and have money, okay, maybe I'll pay for it, but yeah. you know, I'm British. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't part with my money. But anyway, okay, so I don't know. Do you have any other tweets from anyone? <laughs> I am not prepared um, today. Well, there was... I haven't got them up, but ZZ and Aloni had a conversation around... Um, so ZZ's being a pick-me as, as normal. Um, <laughs> sorry. Look, ZZ just wasn't bringing any any decent no, like, okay. information the is, to the table. With... To the table. <laughs> with... Um, okay, with ZZ Mills, yeah. I think it's really good what she's doing and how she's using her platform and well, how she's gained her platform and, you know, people mm. are interested in her conversations that she wants to have. However, I just feel like ZZ is just... I feel like she's just a bit of a pick-me. And, like, but just not in the sense mm. of oh like oh I want to I'm doing everything for my man kind of pick me but more in the sense of but more in the sense of oh like she's always siding with men more in that sense like it's like every week and now. it's like oh every week I'm one of the boys <laughs> and like she's always siding with mm. men and like all of her things is always like the opposite of what the majority of women on Twitter are saying do you know what I mean and it's always the opposite it's always on the yeah, side of men yeah. and it's like okay look I understand kind of having a balanced view which mm. is fine but then sometimes it's just like like it seems like you hate women as much yeah. as the men that follow you as well <laughs> yeah like it's true I find it interesting as well that like black women 
are like three three out of four black mothers are the breadwinners of their mm. families. So like, why is it that everyone's like trying to spread this message to black yeah. women? Like, what are you bring to the table then? Especially other exactly. black women. Like, ZZ's audience is black people, and now she's slagging off women. Yeah. So like, it, it's directly towards black yeah. women. I'm sorry. Well, are we not allowed to ask what people bring to the table when we, like, we've, we've been, been raising your children all this table. time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's so true. And I just it's. Uh, I'm just tired of this conversation at the table because the thing is, yeah, I feel like when you're dating someone, you get to know people like their personalities mm. and stuff. I feel like this conversation of a table don't really need to be there because the thing is, is that once you get to no. know someone, you kind of know like what kind of job they have. You kind of know their core values. Mm. You kind of understand like what they're like in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. This, I mm. feel like the bringing up bringing up this table is very demeaning because it's like yeah. oh well what it's do you organic. have to to bring to my quality yeah. of life what do you have to make my quality of life better Definitely. and it's like hold on hold mm. on like shouldn't we both be like adding. Add, exactly yeah. adding shouldn't we both be adding you know and this is this is the mm. thing like and okay so sideman obviously like Sideman came and said he was just like okay this is the only time I'm supporting mm. you simps but about like the men it's the only time I'm supporting because he's like yeah I want to know what the woman brings to the table but you know what I want to do I want to bun the table I feel like this table is irrelevant <laughs> and it's stupid I'm tired of this whole talk of what do you bring for the table I don't think like and I feel like it is um like Deanna you mentioned before like it's kind mm. of like it's more this table is just materialistic and that's yeah. where it stops. It's, it's not actually. It's it's not about you. You don't ask these questions when you're trying to build a relationship mm. with someone. Like we all have our different definitions and ideas of what we want, and we need to stop all trying to push our own like things through social yeah. media around. Oh, this is what I want in a relationship. So everyone else needs to want. Yeah. Women, you all need to be doing this. Ladies, ladies, it, stop it. Is it. Like, that. like we're all different, yeah. <laughs> and it's so cringy. And the thing is, okay, so Alani's kind of point was. Mm. men stop asking women what do they bring to the table because it's like getting to a point where it's like demeaning women and I agree with that because it's like yeah, definitely. now it and it gets to a point like women already and women have already been justifying why and begging you men to give us chances justifying for why stop you need bummy. to be you know why you should be with us why you should only be with us and now this whole idea of women what are you bringing to the table you're more demeaning women again when when women are already trying to impress mm -hmm. men so now you're getting us to jump through hoops to tell you what's so amazing about us and why <laughs> you should be with us when you chose to go out with us you chose to go yes, out with me it's so true. it's kind of like what do you mean what do i bring to the table i'm sorry do you not like me as a person what so now so now i need yeah. to be jumping through hoops <laughs> we've been dating for months <laughs> <laughs> this is what i mean so now i need to jump through hoops and be like oh like yeah. oh look this is what i bring to the table oh my gosh look at my career i bring this is the table to to impress you man i'm sorry i'm sorry no what are you doing to impress us like where is my chanel bag yeah this is what i mean and this is why like this is <laughs> this is why this is so ridiculous this conversation and this is why yeah. i say bun the freaking table <laughs>
There's a bunny. I agree 100%. Just, just, I just, just get rid of the table. People on the internet, I don't know why everyone thinks they're relationship gurus. gurus. There are people that are specialists in this mm-hmm. subject that, yeah, we can listen to, but like everyone chiming in. I get social media, everyone's allowed an opinion, but it just gets boring when the same topic is being brought All up over time. and over again. And it's kind of similar with this high class, high value and colorism. man, woman, whatever. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's, it's so corny because when, like, a lot of people's definition of high class actually links to, like, social classes mm-hmm. and um, material things. And it's just, it's like, why are we using this language when we know black people are struggling economically yeah. across the globe? And it's like, what actually defines high class mm-hmm. and high value? Is it designer bags? Is it good wigs? Is it, like, I go to these bougie restaurants? Because it just looks like we're trying to match up to like white people Mm. it's it's just like I don't understand I don't understand why high value and high class only means a certain thing it doesn't and it's a more it's like like, why can't we all have our definitions it's more like a popularity contest as well yeah and it's like and a social media thing who's got the most brands and who's this and yeah you know like I just I don't know I feel like no what the thing is though dating now is all about showing off of social media and like that's what it mm. is this whole talk of this stupid table is another thing of oh what what do you bring to the table for me to show off for of social media so the thing is is that like a man asking you know a woman who he's gone mm. and chosen probably of the baddest of bees and now he's chosen you know because you know she's got everything Mm. she got she got the hair she got the lips she got the bum she got you know she got the the slim tick Mm. she got the you know all of that yeah and then now you want to be like oh what do you bring to the table it's demeaning when hold on hold on the only girls Mm -hmm. that you are looking at are those kinds of girls you're not looking for girls who Mm. are working on their careers you're not looking for girls who are funding their own lifestyles because you like the idea of funding someone's lifestyle you like the idea of having that kind of control over women and Mm. now that women Mm -hmm. are reclaiming that with music like through Meg Thee Stallion Cardi B Nicki Minaj now that like women Mm. are reclaiming that being like yeah buy me a Birkin yeah buy me my house <laughs> buy me my car I see yeah. I see sweetie all of this you know um buy me all my stuff men don't like it because mm. now women are, are taking are no, taking don't. their own control over it and putting their own meaning and I just I feel like this social media era of all of this like oh I'm a bad b. um you know, I'm the best in beds. So buy me my Chanel bag. I feel like this era of that is... Yeah. <laughs> it's just really like, it's just very unrealistic because not everyone wants mm. a Chanel bag. Mm. <laughs> It'd be nice to say. Maybe. But not everyone, <laughs> not everyone is all about these brands. Not everyone is about buy me mm. this, buy me that. Some some girls like buying themselves stuff. A lot of women are buying themselves yeah. stuff. So when you see women with their Prada and their Gucci and all of that, and you're thinking, oh, who bought them that? No, mm. 10 times out of 10, they bought it. They bought it themselves. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just it's just like 
you just you guys just think that women aren't paying for anything and that's hurting your egos mm. so that's why now you want to be saying what do you bring to the table to demean women <laughs> that's it because it's hurting your egos i find it so disrespectful because men want to because yeah, men want to like because other men out there want to spend their money on women now you want to de- demean mm. other like the rest of the women like thinking like why yeah, should I have true. to do this why should I spend my money on you and it's just like hold on you asked me out here you physically chose me because I'm sorry while you men are all like shoot your shot yeah we like it no you don't you guys like having the control and picking <laughs> who you want to go out with so now you've gone out with them know what mm-hmm. the courtesy you can have is pay for my food buy me a drink pay for pay for mm-hmm. the state because I'm sorry like I've come and dressed up and you know got myself mm-hmm. looking presentable when I could have been in my pajamas in bed I've got myself looking presentable I put on my heels yeah you know and all of this mm-hmm to meet you the least you can do is pay for this date because i'm sorry like i didn't have to use my makeup on you i did not have to leave my house for you i did not have to go looking nice for you and already like i feel like i'm sorry we're still in this society where like women still don't even get that much of a choice of their partners because like men can turn around and be no and Mm -hmm. say no just like that and it's like we and it's come to a point where women kind of have to like wait and see who like will choose them and that's why and this is why Mm. I'm just an advocate for dating apps obviously because it's just like you know what at least some women can have a bit of control of swiping and choosing who they want to go out with and even just responding to who they want to go out with you know Mm. rather than it's just like okay this person is going to approach me and hopefully it will kick off and you know well I can't approach them because men don't really like it or I don't Mm. know or like that fear of rejection kind of thing and I know obviously men are like yeah well men get rejected all the time it's like yeah good look I'm sorry maybe maybe your approach was wrong just go just go sort yourself Mm. out maybe your breath stinks maybe you have something in your teeth look just go just go sort yourself out then (laughs) do you know what I mean I'm sorry that you got rejected but like the thing is that the way you guys go on you ha- this society hasn't made mm. it easy for women to choose who they want to be with because we're st- women are still the ones who have to get dressed up be looking all nice and all of this to attract men you know whereas every mm. other species of animal on the earth it's men that are looking all flamboyant <laughs> not the female species yeah. sorry not men it's That's males true, in all other species <laughs> that are looking all flamboyant, not the females. So, like, it's only yeah. in humanity that we're backwards because you guys decided that we're lower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree because I think if someone doesn't want to pay for dates with me, then I don't really... Yeah. Like, At I, least bring your no wallet point. to the table, like, guys. I've someone out. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't, I don't really... I'm not interested anymore, like, because I... I can do things for myself. I'd want to be with someone who's adding mm-hmm. to my life. And I feel like that would be adding to my life. Yeah. Like, and if, to be if you want to be with me, you'll prove that you want mm-hmm. to be with me in different ways. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it as a big deal. Like asking people to, you know, pay, well not asking people, but expecting people, men mm-hmm. who, you know, gender pay gap should be earning more money than you anyway. Um, expecting them to pay yeah. more. Like, I, or, I, don't, I don't know. I just, and because of the way I've been brought up, 
my dad's paid the bills. My mum, they both work, but my mum obviously had time off when she was looking after me and my brother and my mm-hmm. sister when we were kids. And now she's back in a career again. And it's like, that's just how I've seen yeah. things. So that's kind of, I want that to reflect in my future mm-hmm. as well. Um, potentially, like maybe I'll pay bills. <laughs> I do think it's sad my dad has to pay all the bills. Um, but um, yeah, like, just prove if if you want to be with someone and I think with guys as well it's kind of interesting because um men go for women that they're attracted to and that their boys will like co-sign and be like this is the thing most of the time anyway that's they're not that picky a lot of the time (laughs) this is the thing but the thing is like men aren't that picky about where they put their dick but they're very picky about who they want on their arm I think eventually, though, I don't think they will be when the options no. are running no. dry. Men's options never run dry. And this is why it's so easy for them to be like, oh, no, I'm not ready to date you. Because mm. their options don't run dry. It don't matter if they're the shortest of men, whatever. And you women are you mm. women are out there all, all shaming short men. But look at you. All of you, all of you have all of you have been with the short <laughs> men, too. Like let's let's be real because these short men they they do not have shortage of women you know like i openly would be like mm-hmm. yeah i date short men but i'm sorry you lot who are all shaming short men i don't believe you like because they don't have a short they don't have a shortage of women they don't they don't mm-hmm. and this thing there's and if you think it's kind of sad there's more women on there's more women gorgeous. like women are gorgeous yeah there's more women on this earth than men yeah. so like this is what i mean men don't have a shortage of women they don't Mm. like women you can easily go to a club and see like five girls that are stunning exactly like, like 30 girls that are beautiful mm. do you know what i mean or like at least that they're, they're they're pretty and with men it's like oh, they're a mess <laughs> literally exactly they don't care <laughs> they're sexually harassing women there you go <laughs> it's like it's and not it's cute. Still about what do you bring to the table like excuse me I'm sorry. Did you not? You <laughs> approach me. You approach me. Like get to know me. Yeah. Don't be asking me about no figurative table. Just get to know me. You'll what do and you bring you'll, to the table? you'll have an idea. Like I, I feel like this table just In needs it. to be. Uh, this table needs to go. And this is on both perspectives, yeah. men and women, because like at the end of the day, like just get to know people and you'll understand like if you actually want to be with them i feel like right now Mm. everyone's focus on social media is money and drip and it's not actually about building relationships and it's not actually about building a real (laughs) relationship and that's whether Mm. in a real relationship how are you guys going to survive together how are you guys going to build how are you guys going to build your finances together not about Mm -hmm. oh will you buy me a Birkin? Like, just, nah, like, this isn't, that's not relationship. That is just stunting. Not real. That is stunting on Instagram. Yeah. Let's actually build real relationships. Cause I'm sorry, I'm seeing, when I see like real couples, you know, like, you know, like Nicole Crystal and her, mm. her boyfriend and like, their, yeah, their story yeah. is so beautiful. And when you see like, you know, mm. um, uh, uh, 
from Tutus, <laughs> Rose and um, Twiggy. Like their relationship is so beautiful mm. to watch. And then Nana mm. and her girlfriend, like, their relationships are beautiful. Do you know what I mean? And you hear mm. their stories of how they met and it's just like, oh my gosh. Like they're building yeah. together. They're not building for drip, you know? And <laughs> this, is, mm-hmm. this is what I mean. Like you guys, are, everyone is yeah. too focused on what you're going to buy me. What are you bringing or like you know what mm. and like again this whole thing with the reason why like I agree with Alani with the whole thing of don't be shout out Alani we love her we love Alani but um mm. about why I agree with Alani with why we shouldn't have to be proving to men what we bring to the table is because mm. like men are really trying to just I think I've already said this. I think I'm repeating myself. I thought I had another point. <laughs> but it's just this whole thing of just men again just trying to overshadow women and shame women. Shame women for even It's like humbling women, yeah, definitely. Humbling women for even wanting more from a man or thinking that they mm. deserve a man to bring to for more. When it's like, I'm sorry, in this it's- culture of baby daddies, nah, like yeah women should be going to men and being like you know what I want to know that you're going to provide for your children and I want to know that you actually want to be in your children's life kind of thing Mm. and I think that's fair in this culture of like I know that obviously it's not it's not everyone and I know that it's like there's a lot of men who are there for their kids and stuff but Mm. it's in (laughs) but in this culture and it's like actually I actually want to build with someone and be with someone and raise a family with someone or just like or just make sure that you're actually going to be a suitable father to your child Mm -hmm. you know what like this is why women have to ask all these questions because they're the ones who have to go through the body changes Mm -hmm. they're the ones who just because they're the ones that birthing these children, apparently that means that they're the main, <laughs> that they're the main owners. <laughs> Sorry, not owners, but they're the main, <laughs> they're the main Caregiver. caregivers to these kids just because they're carried and birthed them, you know? And it's just like, yeah, all of that just gets put on them. And all of a sudden they've got this child that they have to bring up for the next 30 mm. years. I say 30 because yeah, this life is hard. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so yeah, just I'm sorry. Yeah. This is why it works one way as in like for women to be, for women to, for women to be justified to ask about what men to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't, completely work the other way because why are you always trying to humble women yeah I agree a hundred percent like because what I said earlier that three out of four mothers black mothers are breadwinners we we are allowed to ask for our equal we're allowed Mm -hmm. to you know want more Mm -hmm. the other way around like why why is the conversation not around black men why what what is going on yeah like I, I don't understand why they're targeting us all the time like, why do you, you hate us you don't deserve it like you don't deserve you don't deserve to ask for literally more. okay like, we understand that you hate sorry. us you know what take your misogyny somewhere else then like because you ain't you ain't treating your white women like that so just leave us alone mm. but in it just literally go. anyway so yeah that's us bun the table that is it mm-hmm. um what are you injecting this week <laughs> Let's just get on to inject it. <laughs> uh. Mine is um, 
what I've got to. So don't rush, trust the process and be patient. Mm-hmm. And my second one is, um, as we're coming out of lockdown, now might be a good time to start setting new boundaries. So oh, that's like a good having, one. Yeah, new boundaries in place, a new budget maybe, mm-hmm. new priorities. Um, just organising a little bit more because, yeah, like people are going to be asking uh, if you're if you've got a lot of friends and family they're going to be asking after you to see you and it's going to be hard to, well for me at least trying to balance everything and working out oh like this is when I'm free this is when like I feel safe to go mm. out like the weather's crap so I don't really want to be traveling in the rain if you don't want to travel in the rain or go out in the rain then don't yeah. go like don't feel like oh I need to go out and see if you don't you actually mm-hmm. don't like look after yourself put yourself first yeah that's a good one and that's me my objective this week this <laughs> is off the top of my head again sorry guys um yeah mine is just like guys your life is here to be enjoyed so stop feeling like pressure and anxiety when you're spending money I feel like it's hard because obviously now Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we're back outside we can now go dining inside and we want to see people we want to meet people and we're now making plans to meet people and trying Mm -hmm. to make plans for holidays and you keep worrying about oh my gosh money 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 but you know what look the money will come back your time to enjoy yourself or not like look at our 2020 mm. look how look how this covid this pandemic look what it's done like get in your plans you know what, spend your money enjoy your life enjoy your loved ones because you know what like our life mm. is here to be enjoyed you've been working so hard we've been working all year you guys have just yeah. been at work you guys have just been grinding all this time there's enjoy put some time for enjoyment because now mm-hmm. like i think covid has shown us like this time is fleeting for enjoyment like let's enjoy yeah, please yeah. just please enjoy please don't like worry that. please just do what you need to do and don't worry like the money will come back the money will come back you know let's inject yeah. it and that's let's inject it the money coming mm-hmm. back to us it will it will and at least we'll have yeah. those memories we'll feel better for having to having enjoyed ourselves and had fun mm. because we're allowed to have fun um yeah, yeah that is that's my i need that reminder every week because i feel guilty about spending money yeah. like coming out of lockdown i'm like oh my god this brunch is gonna cost me how much but it's like sorry you've been locked yeah. indoors well, when was <laughs> the last brunch you, you had you know um, yeah because I think for me, because I've been having exactly. that anxiety, but I think, and I think for me, it's because like, I, like I've been on furlough this whole time. So it's not like I've been getting that much money, mm. but I've saved it. I've managed yeah, to save yeah. it for this past year and a half. And it's like, no, mm. I need to enjoy it. And I need to congratulate myself for actually having mm. made it that far of saving it, you know, of yeah, saving what I could. Definitely. And you know what, we need to life is for enjoyment guys life is life is for enjoyment let's just yeah um yes. yeah that's that's it for us this week we hope you enjoyed this episode um mm-hmm. you can find us at inject it underscore pod on instagram twitter tiktok and the one episode we have on youtube like we will <laughs> i know i keep saying this every week but like i'll let you know when there's another episode on youtube i think i'm just gonna stop but i'll let you know when there's yeah. another episode but um <laughs> Yeah, one day that will be another one. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I am Alexandra at A L X N D R underscore N I C on Instagram. 
I am at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B-O-A-K-E on Instagram. And yeah, that is it for us. We hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, peace.